Welcome to Sylvia Speaks, the podcast you didn't know that you needed. Happy Sunday, everyone, and happy July. I truly cannot believe that we already are in the seventh month of the year. Like, that just feels insane to me. Like, half of the year is already done and over with. And I literally remember New Year's Eve, like, as if it was, like, two months ago. It's insane. It's insane how the older you get, the quicker it feels that time just, like, passes. And it's sad. It's really sad to think about it. But then it's also extra motivating because... It's like, all right, what am I doing with this time? How can I be more productive? How can I make more of an impact? Like what small changes can I make? And that's something that I definitely have been thinking about um, a lot more often is just like changing my routine and really re-evaluating it and seeing what ways I can just be better overall. Um, today is just going to be an audio only recording. It I I did intend to do a video, um, but my parents just left for a trip. And so it's just me and Camila. And I was like, not even sure if I was going to be able to record and get something out by 8 p.m. Because she's been off the walls today. And I mean, trying to record with her would be impossible. But thankfully, she just went down for a nap. So hopefully she naps long enough for me to be able to finish um, this episode, edit it, and maybe even get a workout in because I've kind of been slacking on my workouts too. And the sun is out, you know, it's, it's extra motivating for me to like work out again. But then at the same time, it's like, you know, I'm kind of lazy. I am extremely happy though, to have heard the feedback from you guys that you really like video podcasts. I'm glad that you like seeing my face. Um, and you just get like the facial expressions, my animation, cause I'm just a whole character. And I think that it's important for you to be able to see that cause you can hear it in my voice, but it's just like that much more impactful when you see like just how I react, you know, with my nonverbal communication. Um, I am trying to figure out like a good setup because I do really want to start getting into guests. Like I've already asked a couple people and I just want to start it already. But I, I feel back to like that episode, one of my earlier episodes, that imposter syndrome where I'm like, I don't think that this setup is good enough. Like, I don't think that I have the right equipment. I wasn't too, too pleased with how the audio sounded with the video podcast. Like I could tell there was like a slight difference. It wasn't too intense to the fact where the point where I was like, oh, like it's not good quality. It was still good quality. It just wasn't as good and as controlled, I felt like as an audio one. But that is the imposter syndrome in me speaking. And I need to just get over that and just do it. And then from there, I can just make improvements as I go. But I just need to start it. So you guys need to hold me to it. I need to have a guest episode. We're going to say by the end of this month. (laughs) Like I'm going to give myself by the end of this month to produce something with a guest. Because I think that it's very important. And I've been saying it and I just need to do it already. We're already seven months in the year. And I started this podcast in March. So April, May, June, July. Yes, I counted that with my fingers. Four months now. Like I just need to get up and do it. So I'm gonna do it. Hold me to it, you guys. End of the end of the month, guest episode for sure. The topic of this week's episode is going to be 
how to be okay with not being liked or how to be okay with speaking up or how to be okay with, you know, ruffling some feathers because it is very needed in this world. Like you absolutely have to stick up for yourself 100% of the time because really you can't rely on anybody but yourself just in general in regards to everything when it comes to life. Like you are your own support system. You are your own cheerleader. You are also your own safety. So you have to stay in tune with yourself and find the things that feel okay and the things that don't feel okay and acknowledging those things and addressing them so that you don't continue to feel those ways. Because when we fester all of those emotions, those negative feelings inside, it just makes us feel sick. It makes us feel horrible. And today, that is what I want to talk about because it's something that I've recently begun doing a lot more. And I'm very proud of myself for doing it too, because in the past, I would have never, I would have never So workplaces in general, there's always a lot of bullshit, right? Like there's always something that happens at work, whether it's to you, to a coworker, or just in general with the organization, there's just shit that happens. And sometimes it's like, damn, that's really not okay. Like, you know, it's not okay, but you don't want to speak up. You don't want the confrontation. You feel like it's not your place to say anything or you're like, you know, maybe it's just a one-off instance and you kind of like look past it, right? And you don't say anything because you are just hoping that it doesn't happen again or doesn't progress or whatever, right? And I've been in that situation before, like before I was comfortable with speaking my truth, there was a lot of things that I went through in different workplaces that just were not fair, things that were extremely illegal. And I definitely could have sued and I didn't. And I beat myself down for not doing it, like especially with New York and company because they screwed me over um, when I was pregnant and I could have had a fat ass lawsuit, you know, but I didn't. Because one, I was afraid to speak up to a certain extent. And I was afraid to just like put myself in the spotlight. I just took the L and I moved forward. And I refuse to do that anymore. Because when you do that, it just teaches people that they can continue to do these things to you. And one thing that I think about too, like, especially when it comes to the workplace is there's certain laws that are set in place. Like there's certain things to protect us as employees from that kind of like behavior in the workplace. So that is why they exist. They exist so that you can speak up and you can address the issue and be safe doing so and be protected doing so, so that things change. But a lot of people aren't, you know, knowledgeable on this. They aren't aware um, or just, you know, point blank. They, they don't want to be on the spotlight. And I totally get that. I totally understand. But I think after going through, you know, these things so much and then just learning to live in my full authenticity as I'm healing, I know that I, I know that when something doesn't feel right to my spirit, I have to say something. And so that was what kind of happened to me this past week um, in my own workplace. There's just certain things that I've I've noticed that I've observed um, that have happened to me directly that just were not okay and were not correct. 
and I address them. And of course, when you address an issue, it gets worse before it gets better, right? You're going to ruffle a few feathers, maybe a lot of feathers. You're going to piss some people off. And that's fine because without pissing people off, there would be no change. And maybe I'm being a little extreme here, but, um, you know, I know that they don't compare. However, when I think of like people who who really stood for change, people who really fought for things to be equal and for things to be right, like Martin Luther King, uh, Rosa Parks, I mean, just Harriet Tubman, like doing things that you knew were not okay and fighting against that system, fighting against those things and those people that were, you know, opposed to it, like saying, improving a point like this isn't okay this isn't right and i'm going to stand up for it and i'm going to stand up for myself and for everyone else that you know is is going through the same thing that i'm going through and so i know like this is much a much lower scale but i think about that because if these people wouldn't have had the courage to stand up the courage to speak out the courage to make a difference those changes would have never been made in history. And I, again, I know that like what I'm doing is very low scale. It has nothing to do with like, you know, as far as like a civil rights movement, but I do feel like I've made some improvements in my own workplace just by speaking my truth and speaking out. I I have made changes and I'm very proud of that, but it was scary. And that's the point that I want to get to today with you guys is making those scary decisions to do things that you know, okay, like I know that this isn't right and I should speak out on it, but I'm scared. Maybe you guys don't have like workplace drama. Maybe you work remote. Maybe you work from home. Maybe you're an entrepreneur, whatever, that this scenario can apply to anything in life. I think most importantly, it applies to setting boundaries because boundaries are really difficult to set if you're not comfortable with them. Like I had no clue what a boundary was. Like boundaries were not even in my vocabulary till about like three, four years ago. And it was very hard for me not only to set a boundary, but to also respect other people's boundaries because I didn't understand them because I did not know what boundaries were. And I feel like I still struggle with setting boundaries, but I've gotten a lot more comfortable with telling people where I don't agree with them, telling people where I don't feel that they're respecting me in certain areas. And those things are really scary. They're very scary to bring up when you don't like confrontation, when you don't want to seem like a bitch, when you don't want to seem like you're nitpicking or you don't want to get into an argument with your friend, your family member, a colleague, a coworker, whatever, your boss. Um, but n- nobody's going to know how to treat you and nobody's going to know how you're feeling if you don't speak up for yourself. If you don't tell people what it is that they're doing right or what they're doing wrong. Nobody's going to know how to move with you or around you if you don't say anything. They're going to think that the way that they've been with you this whole time is like cool, like it's normal. Like it's like, oh, okay, like they haven't said anything yet. I guess like I guess we're good. But if something bothers you, 
you have to address it. And the more that you get comfortable with addressing these issues that come up for you, the more confident you'll feel in doing so. The more easy it'll come to you. The more safe you'll feel in your own body because you're sticking up for yourself. And I know that it is so scary to even think about doing that. And it is scary to do the first couple times. But then the more you do it, you're like, I didn't die. I didn't die that last time. Like I stood up for myself and yeah, maybe it caused like a little bit of a heated, you know, conversation for a while, but then I came to a mutual agreement with this person and now things are better than ever. And I didn't die. Like this was really safe for me to do and it was very beneficial and I can do it again and I can do it again and I can do it again until it becomes, you know, second nature to you. And it's not going to be perfect when you first try. Um, (laughs) I mean, I've been, I've been trying this for years now and I'm still not great at it. Like with certain people, I think I get scared, right? I still get scared about setting a boundary with them or addressing an issue that I have with them that I can come off like kind of harsh with my approach at first because it's scary and I don't really know. Like I, I play it in my head and I'm like, all right, okay, this is how the conversation is going to go. This is how I'm going to start it. This is how I anticipate that they respond to me. This is how I'm going to respond back. And in my head, all goes well. But then when it comes time to do it, I get nervous, I get scared. And then maybe the delivery comes out a little harsh or maybe the delivery comes out a little a little wrong. But then it gives me the opportunity to like circle back and then really get to the root of what I was trying to say. But the point is, is that I, I did it. The point is, is that I I listened to myself and I still went for it even when it felt really scary. So don't beat yourself up if... You do try it and it doesn't seem perfect at first because it's going to take a lot of practice and it's going to take a lot of intention. It's going to take a lot of consistency um, to really feel comfortable and confident in setting boundaries and addressing issues and things that happen to you. And it's not like, oh, well, I feel like I'm just nagging at this point. You're not nagging. You are standing up for yourself and you are protecting yourself you're protecting your inner child you are protecting your spirit your your person you're protecting every single part of you because you know that maybe that comment that that friend made to you was you know unacceptable or maybe the way that they're talking to you you're like I don't like that I don't think that you should respond to me that way I think it would be more effective if you responded to me in this way. And the biggest thing I think I would have to say about setting boundaries and addressing these things with people is being aware of their responses, because it's not always just you bringing things up. The way that these people respond to you will really tell you where you fit in their life and how they value you. And that I think is the most important part of speaking up because you really see if these people that you're addressing these issues with are actually truly down for you or if they just like to talk down on you. I have been called sensitive many, 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 many times before. And I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, I am sensitive. Like that's not a lie. Um, the truth. Like I am a sensitive individual because I'm very empathic, but I recently like learned that somebody calling me sensitive just means that they don't have the emotional capacity 
to truly understand me at the depth of the person that I am. So when somebody calls me sensitive and I know that it's like kind of like in a condescending form, like I can't talk to you because you're sensitive. I'd be like, all right, I see you, but like, I get, I get it. I get where, I get where this relationship is at, you know? And you kind of figure out how to move around people. You figure out if you still want to have those people in your life and to what extent that you're going to give them any of your energy. Because sometimes you could be such a deep person that people that you've been surrounded by have kind of like dimmed your light or dimmed your depth um, because it doesn't, they, they don't understand it, you know? So they will be like, you're emotional or you look into things too much or you X, Y, Z. And you're like, no, like, you know, when you're hearing that comment, you're like, mm, I don't think that's right. But they say it so much to you that you're like, maybe that's true. No, they just don't. They don't have the capacity to understand you as a, as deep of a person as you are. So an example of like boundary setting or addressing an issue with a friend per se I can give you guys an example because I just recently did this um, a couple weeks ago with my friend. So I would notice like at times, like usually our relationship and when we communicate with one another, it's like really good. We can bounce ideas off of each other. We have good feedback from one another. But there's times where I notice that maybe she doesn't have the capacity to like hear my story or maybe she's going through her own things or whatever and her level of like emotional capacity isn't reaching mine like we're we're just not in sync at that moment and so I can maybe tell her a story I can say something that's going on in my life and her response will come out a little bit more negative than I you know it would be in before like in our normal cadence of conversations for example, I was eating chicken salad <laughs> and there was a bone in my fucking chicken salad. And I was like, oh my God, I'm really, I'm, I'm glad that I caught the bone, you know, and I didn't choke on it. And so my friend was like, oh my God, imagine though, imagine if it was your kids who would have ate that, like imagine, imagine if they would have choked on that bone. And I had to like stop her in that moment. And I was like, I don't want to imagine that. Like as a parent, I already think the worst of the worst as a parent with anxiety, as a parent with ADHD, like my brain goes to the fucking worst case scenario always. So no, I don't want to imagine that when this happened to me because I already imagine that even when things are not happening. And so I had to like, that's how I shut down the conversation in the moment was like, no, I don't want to think about that actually. And then later on that week, um, because there was like a series of like other, other things, I think just that, that week in general, me and this friend were just not emotionally, um, on the same level of deafness. Like we were just not aligned that week, you know, like we normally are. And so our normal cadence of conversations with one another is very like comforting. You know, we're there, we're supportive. We offer advice when it's um, asked or we just listen, you know, when that's all we need to do. Like the, the person just wants to vent and doesn't want a solution. We do that too. But when we're both off or like when one of us is off and we're just not like aligned, conversations can go like south like real quick like she can say something that can trigger me or vice versa right and um I really like that in our friendship we're able to address those issues and like talk about it 
Um, and that's exactly what happened. You know, like later on that week, she like kind of addressed it with me and was like, Hey, like I noticed, like there was a couple of times where we were talking and you kind of like brushed me off or, you know, you kind of like ignored me. And so it opened up the dialogue because I didn't feel emotionally safe to express that to her in the moment because I was scared because I was scared of, of setting a boundary because I was scared of addressing the issue and I was trying to figure out how to do it. And I'm like, I know that this person is like a safe person. Like I know that I can talk to them about these things, but it's still really scary for me to do. And so her just showing me that like, it's okay to have these conversations like with me. And I was like, all right, you know, so I got into it with her. Like I told her what it was. I told her like how my brain works and just how I already think of worst case scenarios. And so for her to like have that be the first thing that she says and like to keep it going when I'm kind of like trying to shut down the conversation and for her to continuously like keep saying it, it doesn't feel good to my nervous system. I don't like that. And so she wasn't aware of that because she's like, oh, you know, this is how I communicate with my family, but I'm different, right? Like we, we have to acknowledge that not everybody we converse with will take in the information the same. So we kind of just, we have to be adaptable, like to our friends, to our family, to our work, you know, our work colleagues, to our bosses. Like we really have to figure out how it is that they withhold, like how they receive information and how they respond to information so that you know that you can figure out like an effective way to talk to them. And so after we had this conversation, it allowed me to like really see how I can set a boundary with this person in a healthy way and how I can talk to this person when issues arise, when she does things that I don't, you know, that I don't like and vice versa. And it was an important, I guess, opportunity for me to really see how impactful boundary setting can be. Because if you don't set boundaries, you begin to build resentment towards the person, towards the place, towards the thing, whatever. If you don't speak up, you hold that in and it becomes resentment. And when it becomes resentment, it just things pile up and pile up and pile up. But when you address the issue and you say, hey, I don't like that you talk to me like that. I don't like that you respond to me like that. I don't like that you um, can, were negative with me. Like I don't want that in my space, in my mindset. I don't want to think negative thoughts. But if you don't address it, that person, that place, that the thing, whatever is there, they're not going to know. And so that is why it is so important for you to speak up for yourself. It doesn't matter how big or small it is. If it doesn't feel right to your nervous system, if it doesn't feel right emotionally, physically, mentally, say something. And I promise you, it feels scary. But then once it's over, you're going to feel not only relieved, but you're going to feel so empowered because you stood up for yourself. You showed yourself that you can trust in your thoughts, in your feelings, in your emotions. And the more that you do it, the more your nervous system heals. The more your nervous system begins to get out of that flight or fight or freeze state and be safe and feel connected to yourself because 
you are trusting in your instincts. You are trusting in yourself to know when things are not right and when you need to address them. Boundaries are hard. Boundaries are scary. The thought of upsetting, quote unquote, a person that you, you know, that you love or that you work with is scary. Confrontation is scary. But you know what's even more scary? Not trusting yourself. It is more scary to live in fear than it is to live in truth. And I know it's wild if you've never done it. Like, it's really wild to think that. Trust me, I thought it was fucking wild, too. I was like, that is impossible. That is impossible because I feel like I'm going to die if I do something scary. Like, my body is like, this feels like death. Like, me speaking up, this feels like death. But it's not. You feel so much more alive when you do it. And you get change. You get the results that you want. Like everyone out here who's doing, like whoever you're looking at that you admire, that you're like, damn, I wish I could be like them. Like I love their life. I love what they're doing. I guarantee you that they're there at that, where they're there in life. They're doing what they want in life because they did shit that was scary. And then they still continue to do shit that that's scary because it doesn't end. Like you just keep going, you keep going, you keep going, you, you, you trust yourself. Things feel easier because you are so accustomed to doing it. So accustomed to sticking up for yourself. So accustomed to addressing shit that you don't let anything slide. And that's why these people have elevated in life. Because they do things that feel scary to them. And they're alive. And not only are they alive, they're thriving. And friends, that is where we can be too. And I am, I am working there. I have seen the fruit of my labor, you know, just in this past year and a half where I really have been focusing on my authenticity and doing the things that are so fucking scary to me. I'm confident now. I am confident in my own skin. I love me. Like I genuinely can sit here and say, like, I fucking love myself because I did small things that added up to big things that showed myself that I do love me. Sticking up for yourself shows that you love yourself. Speaking up for yourself or others shows that you love yourself, that you love those around you. And I really, really hope that after this episode, it gives you just a little bit of hope and a little bit of encouragement to truly go out there, whether it's today or tomorrow in two days, this month, and you do something that feels scary. You say something to somebody that feels scary, but you know that it's right. Set a boundary. Try it. Even if it's super small. I truly am loving all of the feedback that I've been receiving from you guys, hearing how the episodes have made you feel empowered, how you feel seen, and how it really pushed you to make a change or to do something, you know? I I really want to hear your stories this week. If you really took something from this episode and you set a boundary or you stuck up for yourself or you do something that's scary. I want to hear what happened and I want to hear how that felt 
Spotify has that option at the end um, of the podcast. If you scroll all the way down, I am going to put something in there and I want to share your responses with all of my other viewers and listeners and whomever um, comes across this podcast because it is so impactful. Like every time you guys post a response, I always post it. Um, directly to Spotify so that anybody listening to the episode can see because it's so important to build that sense of community to know that there are other people around you who are going through the same thing who feel scared who you know who need that extra push and I truly cannot wait to hear the feedback after this week's episode and to hear in what ways a change has been made for you and how you felt after, you know, setting that boundary or sticking up for yourself. Because I know I feel damn good. Like this whole weekend, I was just like, I know shit at work might be a little, a little like, uh, you know, tense for a while. But I, I, I went in there. I spoke my piece. I said my truth. I addressed the issue. I got change. And I know that it's only going to be uphill from here. So I wish the best for you all. Have an amazing week. Um, and I will be back next week with a video podcast. I promise, promise, promise. All right. If you are loving the content that you're receiving from this podcast, please don't forget to rate, subscribe, review, share with your friends, share with your mama, share with your tias, share with whomever. I truly appreciate each one of you for tuning in every week and listening. Have an amazing week. Bye.